0: Don't invest in someone based on how much you like them. You invest in them based on how much they invest in you. That time, that value you should put in, should be expensive. It should come at a high cost. And the cost is, I'm willing to give you the world as long as you meet me there. Pay very close attention to whether this person is bringing you the same amount of value. The person who's looking to understand the good and the bad in you Mm -hmm. and who elevates the good and soothes the bad, Mm -hmm. that's something very beautiful Mm -hmm. to look out for. Standing out has become more important than ever. For a lot of people, they're not experiencing what they see as an endless ocean of choice. What they're experiencing is an endless ocean of disappointment, of constantly talking to people with it not going anywhere. Wow. Or, you know, meeting someone it seems to be going well for a few dates and all of a sudden they disappear. It's not enough to think they're great. The relationship itself has to provide you with value. Because if you're with someone who's massively impressive, but the relationship itself does not bring you value, does not bring you joy, then you're in a world of suffering and pain, no matter how wonderful the person you're with is. And your reality, isn't determined by how impressive they are but how beautiful the ecosystem of the relationship is that's what's going to determine your emotional reality and your emotional reality is going to determine your happiness great relationships are an accumulation of little efforts over time the big grand things are a nice bonus but you don't have to do them because your partner or your friend or your lover or whatever is is aware of what a lovely kind considerate interesting person you are the rest of the time It's the same as going to the gym. You know, it's like how you think we're going to get a great body because one day we do a really hard gym session. No, it's just every day. Do the reps. Do the reps in your relationship. What's important in a relationship is someone who is really competent in a relationship. So I think that there's a learning that we get from relationships. But in order to do that, you actually have to be in a space of being willing to put eyes on yourself. Yeah. And in a constant student mindset. Mm-hmm. which most of us are not, you know, we do go into relationships, a lot of us, thinking we know it all, we learned it all from our last relationship. It's a cliche, but they're just, there's always another level. There are yeah. so many levels to life and it fascinates me. Great relationships should help heal past wounds in some way because it's two people who make each other feel safe, feel loved. But what we can't do is blame someone for not being able to handle our weapons. One of the biggest problems is people falling for people really quickly, falling in love too fast. Anyone, anyone can go on a date and dazzle for five minutes. And then if you don't get any more of that person, then it just they just feel dazzling. And when someone's only giving you 5% of their energy, it's really easy for them to remain mysterious and exciting. What's exciting about the beginning of a relationship is that we don't feel like we've fully figured each other out. Well, I want to see how you are in week four. Yeah. Or I want to see how you are in month three. Yeah. And until you've been there, you really don't know how great of a partner somebody is going to be. That we learn a lot in the moments where you have your first fight Mm. or you reveal something about yourself and you see how they react to it. You can't know what this person is like in year three of a relationship. You don't know what that person is like in those stages. So So thinking that you have all the answers because you've been on even 10 or 15 dates with this person and had a wonderful time is a fallacy, a fantasy. When two people really know each other, there's that sense that these are two completely known quantities. Now, from one aspect, that's really attractive because it's, it creates love, it creates connection, it creates a bond. But from another perspective, there's that part of our mind that still wants to be challenged, that still wants to feel like there's, there's something to do here. And one of the greatest ways to, you know, I think it's a time-old question, how do we challenge someone in a relationship when we already know everything about each other and we already feel like we have each other be reading a new book so that you have a different conversation to bring today it could be learning a new skill it could be performing well at something Proust said the journey of discovery lies not in seeking new landscapes but in seeing with new eyes so many people expect their partner to be a mind reader yes and they're not and just giving them a blueprint of how to please you of how to make you happy we should be always paying attention to the things your partner says to you i think one of the greatest things the greatest values that keeps a relationship going is teamwork and i mean not just the kind of teamwork of we're on a joint vision together but the kind of teamwork that says we are a team in making each other as happy as possible and if they tell you something this is going to really please me if you do it then you should be doing that thing. And if you're with someone that too many times in a row, you keep saying these things make me really happy when you do them and they don't compromise your values. They're just effort. If you're in a relationship where someone doesn't do those things, then you have to start questioning, is this a teammate? I really don't like the idea that we have to be completely happy and... Enlightened and have everything figured out, and that's when the right person comes along. I think that's nonsense. We are always working on something, we're always going through some new problem, some new stage in our life that we weren't ready for, and we are going to do an awful lot of healing of who you can be. So, I prefer rather than thinking we have to be happy before we find someone, I prefer the idea that we have to be happy enough before we meet someone. Happy enough is a much better phrase and it's a much more attainable goal when you're happy enough it means I'm happy enough I'm not my life's not perfect and I might not be truly happy all the time but I'm happy enough with the way my life is today and with who I am today I have never in my life met someone who is truly nice I never met someone who was truly nice I find that people who say they're nice are using it as a euphemism for being spineless, bending on their standards, never rocking the boat, compromising to everyone around them, being the lowest common denominator of any group they're in so as never to offend or inflame. Not only is that unimaginably boring, but it also describes someone who you don't know who you're dealing with. You don't know what they're really feeling. They're not honest about their feelings about other people. They're not honest about the things that aggravate them or annoy them in life. They tend to just keep things on an even keel the entire time. I think we should stop seeing it as some sort of noble word or some sort of noble human trait. What happens, by the way, to nice people, I find, they don't stay nice forever. They actually become bitter or resentful because they get angry at the world for treating them badly. Secondly, they get angry at themselves because they can't believe that they would allow themselves to be walked all over. They get angry that they allow people to step on them when they should be out there going and claiming what they want. I believe that kind people deserve the world. Kind people should be given every award. Kind people should be given every bit of recognition. Kind people make the world a better place, not nice people. I struggle with the concept that relationships should be easy. I don't have a single relationship that hasn't involved pain. I believe our life gets better in direct proportion to the number of difficult conversations we're willing to have. The choosing of a right partner is one of the most important decisions that we will ever make. Love at first sight is this great myth that we're supposed to meet someone, know that they're the one, and then we invest in them because they're the one. And I think that often it works the other way around. You meet someone, yes, they have a lot of the qualities that you really want in a person, yes, there is some initial chemistry, but then they become the one by what you invest in them and by what they invest in you. You create something special because you build it together. The problem is, if you're so fixated on worrying about whether someone is the right person, you never actually invest enough to get past the tipping point of feeling like you've got something incredibly special on your hand. The goal of any relationship shouldn't be that the other person lives up to this this pedestal that we've put them on. The goal should be a real connection with who that person really is. My challenge to you, and I want to take up this challenge myself as well, because it's not easy. When someone does something that doesn't fit with your exact version of them, again, ask yourself that question. Do I want a relationship with my idea of them, or do I want a relationship with the them that actually exists? This one is going to create much more depth. Slight changes in mindset essentially change our entire lives. Every ounce of our success and the opportunities we get can be determined by millimeter shifts in the difference in our mindset.